It's an industry that I generally love. I have a passion for. I, I, I eat, sleep. I live for fitness. No, you need to be obsessed. You need to wake up, think about it. You need to go to bed, think about your clients, think about your progress, think about what you can do better. Genuinely, like, just be like patient and take your time. Like that, that is like, you've got to take it all in, in the right steps. You've got to nail what you do in person before you go and like. I don't like to talk about fear. The fear is usually something that makes your worries real. You are listening to The Coaching Ignited Show, where we bring you stories and insights from coaches, fitness professionals, and industry experts to help you expand your business and reach your goals. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. My name is Alex Povey. You can subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite apps, including Spotify and iTunes. The Coaching Ignited movement is on a mission to help coaches and personal trainers increase their sales and reach their full potential. If you wanted to find out more, please head over to coachingignited.com. And if you wanted to connect with us on social media, all the details can be found in the show notes. Now let's get into today's show. Right, so this is episode two of the Coaching Ignited podcast, uh, and I've got Taf Omiji here with me today. Um, he's been a personal trainer in Manchester for around a year and has been in bodybuilding for around four years. Um, and I just want to say thank you for joining me on the podcast today, Taf. Um, if you could just give people a bit more of a backstory about you and how you got started in the industry. Yeah, no worries, man. Thanks for having me. Um... So how did I get started in the industry? Pretty much, I was like, uh, I started off underweight. So I was like super skinny. It's about 59, 60 kilos. That's 60 something, 61 kilos, I'd say. I highball it. And I just didn't like being that weight, didn't like being that way or anything like that. So I started lifting weights. I fell in love with the training, uh, pretty much. So I started lifting and lifting. I had nothing to do with bodybuilding at first. It was just a love of the training, love of the training. Um, and then I got pitched to go for a show. I said, no, I don't want to stand in no, no speedos and pose on stage. Ended up doing it, ended up doing quite well. So I continued to do so. And then um, I was always helping people online. There's usually like friends and, and sometimes random people. And I just thought to myself, I didn't really like the job I was in, which was retail. Why not go towards something that, you know, I'm really passionate about. I do day to day without being paid to do. Why not just kind of get paid for it? So that's how I kind of got into personal training after the bodybuilding. Awesome, great stuff. And then, like, so when you when you first went into the industry, like, where did you start? Like, what was the first thing you did, or who, who did you start out working for? Okay, so when I first got into, um, we're we talking about bodybuilding here or personal training. Would you like to know about the personal, tra- the more of the personal training the personal- side, like setting up your business or just getting started? Yeah. Okay, right. So I, I kind of started off online, and I was just create. I'd create these little. Um, these actually done quite well. These little programs for people. Usually, like younger guys that were able to like develop the bodies because they kind of knew where I came from. So I started off with little programs here and there. I wasn't exactly a personal trainer yet. I was just sending these programs on, um, and they were doing really well. People were getting results from it, but I wasn't feeling the satisfaction of like, you know, in in person that kind of relationship you develop with a client and the growth. I wasn't experiencing that. I felt like that was a massive gap in what I, I wanted to experience. So, um, I started the personal training last year, and I went to a um, personal training company called your personal training um not a bad company as well they provide quite a lot great infrastructure great to start as well um and i, I started off in didsbury i'm still there now in didsbury manchester and yeah pretty much i've just started and pretty much grown there 
Great. And then, like, talk about the uh, – just rewind a little bit because uh, that's quite an interesting point. You said you started off by just selling programs, like, online. Like, how, how are you doing those? Was it through, like, social media or people reaching out to you, you reaching out to them? How did that sort of come about, really? So, initially, it definitely kicked off through social media. Um, so, Instagram, when I just started, Instagram, I think just – I think it was just about that. I'd just about seen, I don't know when it came out, but I'd just seen Instagram when I first started. I thought, okay, why not? This is a good place to document my progress. Like I wasn't doing it for likes or anything like that. It was just to document progress and then see how far I could take yeah. it because it's something I could look back on constantly. Um, and other people obviously started to follow me and then that kind of, people are like, oh, hold on, this guy's done it for this long. He's this young. I want that as well. And then I think that's how it came about. And I got a few referrals. Like I'd get like a message saying, oh, this guy tried your program. I'd like to try one. How much is it for a program? And it kind of just went from there, really. Awesome. So, like, in terms of your, like, profile, so how long have you actually been building it now? Um, and maybe talk a little bit about, like, your strategy around building the profile, because I'm sure that'd be quite interesting to a lot of people. Okay, so I've been... It was unintentional, but I've been building it since I kind of started the true bodybuilding training, like, I just, I just want, again, I just wanted to create like a, a certain vibe when pe- people came across my page and motivation and stuff. But it's always yeah. been consistent, the same kind of, the, what's the word now? The same kind of vibe I was bringing around, the, the profile I was creating was consistent. So I'd say it's been at the start of my bodybuilding journey. Um, I've, ha- I've had that profile, which is the intensity, which is the way I approach training and nutrition as well. Um, yeah, that's not really changed for the past four years, man. And do you and do you post on there quite regularly? Are you doing like daily posts? Are you doing stories? Like yeah, so do you have a lot of sort of like strategy wise, behind yeah. what you're doing? Yeah, so sorry, yeah, um, building it wise, yeah, I do phew, a few posts a day, and I always try and in, in put some, I don't know, some information underneath the, in the caption, you know, some not just you know something basic and motivational for the most part. It's also something to do with a particular, very specific part of training that people may be struggling with okay so that could be muscular muscular engagement's a massive one where people aren't, aren't growing i always kind of cover something like that or it could be the fact that cardio is great for the physique it doesn't eat away at muscle or gains it's great and i've always kind of had very in-depth informative captions which again sparks people's interest and kind of creates that trust factor to, for them to come to approach me for stuff yeah totally have you sort of like noticed any particular pieces of content that do better than others um you know what as lo- with, with with instagram i'll be very real it's a very shallow platform initially so people want to see a great physique initially they just want to see um a, p- a person topless they just want to see a great physique and then that once that's drawn yeah, the attention yeah. in then they read the caption so it's always the the, the content where like i'm maybe posing like a bodybuilding pose or uh, or working out like a vest or topless something like that that gets the attention and then they read the caption. So it's usually those type of posts. Yeah. So you, you basically, it's the aesthetics and it's the, the clickbait, right? Exactly. People are looking for those stimulating photos for, for the engagement. Um, and then do you, do you spend a lot of time like um, on social media and then like writing the captions and uh, crafting like the different images? Like does a lot of time go into that or, or not so much? Um, 
I don't really think a lot of time has to go into it because I'm, again, I'm not trying to uh, sell anybody in anything. It's just something that I'm really passionate. Like I'm passionate about that subject that I'm thinking in my head. I've been, I've probably been thinking about that subject for probably like a few hours or even the day, and it just comes out in a in a post, you know. So it's pretty pretty quick. So I don't just like grab a picture and think, okay, what kind of post? I've already got the post in my head. I'm, just, you know, the, and the pictures I can just take that anytime. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really take long. Um, but you do get to the point where you're investing quite a bit of time into it to make sure that the posts that you do put out there are pretty much, you know, informative and worth reading. Yeah. Here's an interesting one for you because, like, a lot of people ask me, like, about social media and growing their, like, personal training businesses. And I think it is it is a great sort of platform to use, but it is super saturated, right? But what oh. would be, like, your opinion for, like, a personal trainer just starting out um in terms of using social media do you say yeah go for it or just stick to the basics in the gym to pick up clients because it's quite a slow process doing it online i would say use both because you are going to create programs as a personal trainer um but definitely in person in person is always going to win as a personal trainer like this on the online profile thing is a little bit it's great once it gets going it but at the start you know there there are no it doesn't bring you a massive amount of clients, if any. So I'd always say in person is definitely the way to go for personal training. Get yourself known in the gym and be known for something. I don't just be another PT. I don't, don't get wrong. No, sorry, not just another PT. Don't just be another generic PT. You know, so, yeah. so for example. So we're talking about like, I can, like niche picking. Yeah, yeah exactly. Have, have a niche. Have your thing that people know you for in the gym. And that way people come directly. Instead of people weighing out whether they're going to use you for this or that people know to come directly to you for that because that's what you specialize in and i think that's where mm. i kind of started excelling in my definitely in my job because i have that niche that people always come to me for so definitely uh, have your category that you want to stick to so like in terms of like the niche picking because um when people are just starting out they're going to be quite general right and it's probably going to take them time to pick out their niche but are you saying like it's a, it's a great idea to try and pick it as soon as possible or be more of a generalist for maybe six months and then try and niche mm. like what's your perspective on that i'll say i'll, I'll take it back even further alex i'll say prior to even becoming a pt find an aspect of fitness you're passionate about because then it's super easy okay so mm. like for me i was yeah. already into the bodybuilding you know to start being a meathead shifting weights i liked all that <laughs> and i still love it do you know what I mean? And people yeah. know me for that way before being a PT. So when I became a PT, yeah. guess what? People came to me immediately for, for that. And also the fat loss as well, because again, I'm a bodybuilder. I, I coached myself, always coached myself in the beginning, ended up winning a natural, a natural world title um, as a junior as well. So it's, it's, it's just, it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, people have seen what I've done and they want that kind of, maybe not to the same degree, but they want that. And they know that I can provide that because I've lived it. Yeah. So it sounds like you've got you've got the passion driving the niche, right? Um, yeah. And so you're doing it more for your passion rather than just picking a niche for the sake of it. And that's how you can come in day in, day out, or even just build a, an Instagram page around it for the last two, three years, right? Because you're, you're actually passionate about a specific subject. And you're saying that's super important, right, for, for personal trainers to think about. I think it's essential to pick yourself apart from the rest. Cool. I definitely would say so it's in, essential, in, yeah, for sure. Okay. So in terms of like 
when you first started out, you started doing the personal training, um, the offline stuff. Like, talk about some of like the biggest challenges you faced when just starting out. Maybe it was with getting clients or training clients or retaining clients or just getting yourself out there. Like, is there any sort of challenges that that you you faced? Oh, for sure, man. Like, as a PT, when like I initially came into the game, I thought, yeah, I'm I'm in great shape. I'm just gonna get clients. I didn't know how. I thought I'd get them somehow. So mm, yeah, yeah, me, I, I wore my vest that says I'm a PT, showing off the muscle. Think, yeah, it's easy. Little did I know, it was great. It it gets you very few. Like I'm telling you, people. I don't know what it is about people, but people they're not gonna want to just approach you just because you're in shape. Even though they want to get in your shape, they just for the most part they're not gonna want to approach you. So that was I think that was one of my biggest challenges. I was like, okay, so I've got to like learn how to approach people and not sound like I'm just trying to take their money, but truly help them. That was probably my biggest、mm. challenge. Um, how to come about that? How to approach people like that?、Um, so yeah, the, the definitely at the start was obtaining the clients. Keeping clients wasn't really the issue because、um, again, I'm doing this for the clients. You know I mean, obviously, I get paid for my service, but I give everything I can to the clients. So ret- retention was never really the issue. Is always <laughs> at the start it was definitely acquiring for sure. Yeah, and I think that's the same. Um, with a lot of personal trainers coming into the industry, and I'm sure that'll resonate with a lot of people because there's no real formal sort of sales training or training on how to sort of approach people and generate new business and book them in for tasters and consultations. And you're kind of left to your own devices after you've done all the the education with the fitness and the nutrition and and the health stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the, that. That's that's key. Like.、Um... You have to understand. I think people come into personal training expecting a bit more provision than there actually is available when it comes to marketing, when it comes to、uh, getting clients. So, like for example, me, I thought I don't know why I thought this, but I just thought, yeah, maybe I'll get a little bit more help、uh, from the senior PTs in the in the company I was working for, while、well, still work for. And don't get me wrong, they give me help, but don't forget that help came from how they done things. So when I tried, it didn't feel natural, didn't feel good, and I just quite, quite frankly didn't feel genuine when I was trying to execute their strategies, so it came through when I was talking to clients that, it, you know, there wasn't a gen. I wasn't being genuine, so yeah, you got to kind of do it on your own. You got to figure out how you work, and how you can communicate the best towards clients, making them feel comfortable right from the off. Because people can like sense BS from a mile away. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent right. And then, like, how has your sort of approach and your your client acquisition now evolved over time? Right, so I'm much more receptive rather than just spitting out lines and hoping they would <laughs> kind of catch the bait. It's more reception now. So,、um, first off, to get the interaction、um, fired up, I would always go and fix some form,、um, ask how the training is going, and pick up on the things that they tell me that they really want to work on, or that I see visually that really needs help. Like terrible form of deadlifting. Deadlifting is a very intricate movement that requires quite a bit of work to get nailed.、Um, so I always try and help them with that, and they they see the short term benefit. And then I'm like, okay, you can have a free session. It's completely free. You can take whatever you want from the session, and hopefully we can go from there. Rather than,、um, hey, you like you need a PT? Do you want to sign up? It costs this much. <laughs> you know just I mean? a、it's、direct just, approach. Yeah, it's it's too direct, I believe. 
Yeah, so um, it's evolved definitely that way. I'm more receptive to what the clients, well, the potential client is uh, saying to me. Um, and also, you know what? Sometimes I don't go in helping people, expecting them to sign up. Sounds strange, right? I know like people are like, nah, you, you're chatting crap in the way. Before, I used to go in and I, when I would help people, I would help them, yeah, but I'm expecting them to give me something back, aka come sign up with me, come do this. Now, when I help them, it's just helping them. That's it. I help them out. No mm. conversation if they want. Some people are a bit talkative, whatever. Then I go about my business. Okay. Now that okay, so... being, yeah. Sorry. No, no. You carry on. Carry on. Yeah. Sorry. All right, okay. Yeah. So that has helped me massively, and I'll tell you why. Now, people are very, 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 very vigilant in the gym. They watch everything. <laughs> I'm telling you. So. Again, I'm not doing it for anything, but I've realized once you give that genuine help and people can see it's genuine, you're not mentioning PT pride. They can see you're a PT. You've got the t-shirt on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They can see, they can read. But when you are genuinely helping them, even if that person you're helping doesn't sign up, they've got nothing but good things to say about you. And the people watching around you know you know your stuff, but you've just helped that person out in the space of two minutes and you've helped them massively. And I think that is, that's another biggie as to how I've continued to get clients. It's more so from just being genuine, really. That, that's a great, great insight. Because um, I think it's easy to overlook sometimes that you're in an environment where everyone can see you yeah. all the time, forever. Like, yeah. there's no escaping it, right? No matter where you look, there's going to be either a prospect, a client, another personal trainer, a manager. Oh, yeah. Someone actually, like, watching what you're doing, right? And what you're exactly, saying is yeah. just give selflessly, just give value, just put yeah. it out there and you're going to get it back. Right. And that's 100%. what you're saying is probably like the key for you building a client base as well. It's just that selfless value giving. Oh yeah. That's number one, man. <laughs> 100%. I'd say that to any PT. It's hard because at the start you've got rent to pay for the most part. And you know, you need clients and money, but you just give and people will invest in you. They'll, they'll see that there's worth in investing in you for sure. So like what other advice would you give to like maybe a new personal trainer, someone just starting out in the industry don't, mm -hmm. or they don't have um, a great amount of knowledge or skills in sort of picking up clients or acquiring clients. Um, they're just trying to find their way or they're just trying to build a client base. Like what would be some of the advice that you'd give to those, those people? Okay. First things first, you're going to, make mistakes and don't beat yourself up over it like you're going to talk to people um in a way where they're kind of throwing them off because they can tell you to try to pinch them as a client um first things first swallow that bitter pill because it's going to happen uh second thing is find a pt that's killing it become friends with that pt somehow or just get you know i don't know interact with them a little bit and get some insight as to how they've built a client base and how what's their sales pitch because don't forget you're not really taking from their pot really they've already got an established business so it's just really learning from people that have been there already and not just learning from your own mistakes, but learning from other people's mistakes and how they've really kind of rectified that and thrived. And maybe you can take some of those tips, put your own spin on it because everyone puts their own spin on things. No one does things exactly the same. Really. There's always a slight spin. Take from a thriving PT, the, the, the techniques they use to get clients, the, the lines they use, the approaches, absorb it, digest it and try and do it yourself. And honestly, that helps me a lot. Great advice. Really good advice. That. So find mentors, find people that have done it, been there, 
can show you sort of how to do it and lean on those guys and 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 try and absorb as much as you can but make it your own right exactly yeah and then like what like what do you believe sort of makes a successful coach or personal trainer um i don't just mean results wise i just mean like building the business like what do you think some of the keys to success are for for those people um okay so i would even consider myself successful i just consider myself growing progressing but from what i've observed from my mentors got quite a few that are um, coaches and pts like killing it they put their clients first and i know it sounds very generic and cliche of course you would but you have to remember pts and personal trainers are humans too okay we want our own time we want to do our own thing we, we sometimes we just want time off we just do you know what i mean but clients can sense that straight away there's no hiding the fact that you're feeling off because you're a bit tired i feel like prioritizing clients is people can feel that like for example if a if a client um you give a client a program right you're personal training them twice a week and they do a program from you twice a week uh, how about you don't just leave them to the devices you go and check on them week after week see how the program's going see how the progress is going see what exercises they can't actually execute because some people don't say these things if they can't execute things it, honestly people will just stay quiet they'll say nothing so it's up to you you got to take it upon yourself to really investigate and see if they can do it um if not find the reason why they can't and if it can't be helped initially find an alternative exercise while working with them in person to help their mobility or whatever reason may be as to why they can't do the initial one do you know what i mean people feel that genuine help that they that you know other PTs can't really provide if they're not genuine and just want to put those people's first, people first, you know? Yeah, totally. Great perspective. And then in terms of like, like your time then, because you're being pulled in lots of different directions. You're trying to build a business. You're doing your online stuff. You're training clients. You want to train yourself. Like how do you go about managing all that um, and just staying on top of everything while still moving forward and growing the business? Okay, you've got to um, put it into perspective, like, I'd say at latest the day before, or a few days before, like, what you want to do. So for me, Monday is my busiest day, but I still get leg day done on a Monday. How do I do it? I put legs earlier in the day, because I know I've got, I'm full of clients, probably from the afternoon-ish, right up until later at night. So it's probably about nine, ten people. How do I get legs done, though? Fit it in early, in that time frame. Okay, so don't, prioritize your chill time chill time's done that's weekend when it comes to like monday through to the friday or whenever you work till make sure you're up you're ready you've eaten and stuff like that and you're ready to train yourself that's your gap don't put it near the clients as well because you'll be exhausted and you can't provide the best service so i do mine if i've got like a i don't know i, I start with my clients let's say three o'clock i've got my mornings free man i'm up early eat maybe a bit of cardio train my legs and I've got about two, two and a half hour gap before my clients. And that's what I do pretty much for the whole week. I just put leg day as an example because it's the most taxing day. Um, and also as well, for people that really love the training, like I love my training. It's like my, it's my, it's my drug. <laughs> I love it. So I have to make sure I prioritize the exercises that I need to develop the physique I want rather than just kind of including a bunch of exercises and hoping I can get it done in that time frame before my next client. Like prioritize exercises that are the most effective when training. That way you have more time to use like after to get your food in and to kind of relax a bit before you get your clients in for the day. 
Okay. And then like in terms of your like schedule, are you working like all the way through the week and then having Saturday, Sunday off? Do you do Saturdays? Do you do Sundays? Um, like what's your routine? What, I do Mondays till Fridays, whatever time I'm available. Like, I'll make it happen. Um, Saturday, I limit myself. I have about, I'll do morning clients and I work no later than approximately two o'clock in the afternoon. That's it. Um, Sunday is completely my day to do a lot because again I went an online business as well fitness based programs and stuff so I've got to attend to those people uh, the same way I do to my personal training clients in person so Sunday is okay, cool. my day yeah yeah rest day same for me like I'm pretty much working um, all the way through the week even today Saturday loads of calls interviews speaking to people creating social media and that stuff but Sunday's is rest day right rest day yeah with a little bit of social media and stuff in between you know it's hard to put it down sometimes isn't it and uh yeah stop the wheels turning (laughs) um but like what excites you most about like your your future business like the next 12 months what's really exciting you you know what i'm just trying to create a um i want to create a new approach to training that's more it's widely accepted that isn't accepted now which is hard work because <laughs> it's not accepted people preach it but nobody <laughs> do it. people do do it to an extent they do it for periodized time and then they take time off and then they get no 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 it's hard work it's consistency and it's progression okay so some people work really hard but they stay at that level for so long and they wonder why they plateau there's no progression so i'm trying to create that culture of what I've gone through and how I've constantly progressed my own physique and make it kind of normalized within society in the gyms now, so wherever I am, wherever I go, and, with, and through my social media too. So that's really happened with the clients I've worked with now, that they're constantly pushing themselves and they constantly get better. Even the clients that have left me, they've constantly gotten better on their own because they've had that, they've been exposed to me, they know what I'm about, and then they kind of got, went through that first hand and they went away with it and then they started to develop and then people are like whoa 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 how does this happen wait you're still getting better what's going on and then they refer them right back to me and i just kind of spread that again so once i get that new person in i just repeat the process and i'm just trying to do that over mm. and over again so people know they no longer have to uh, relapse do you know how how many people have you ever talked to alex that have been like yeah i've been in the gym here and there i've been off and on for whatever reason right yeah yeah Definitely. I'm sure even think, I do yeah. it sometimes. Even I do yeah, it like, like when work builds up. Yeah. It takes a bit of a back foot if you're not a personal trainer or a fit pro, right? Like yeah. work like normal people. When I say normal, I just mean just like general workers that are not fit pros. We do put yeah. it on the back foot sometimes and it's a discipline thing, right? Um and sometimes it's tough to maintain that. And that's why personal training and coaching is is, is so valuable to people because it actually makes them accountable. And that's why I back what you guys do so much. Ah oh, man, I appreciate that, man. And 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 building on that, I've got a few clients that like um own companies that are doing super well. Like that, I would consider them. I look up to them when it comes to success. Well, they look up to me when it comes to building the body and fitness and stuff. But these guys have like fourteen. They they kill their day like fourteen hour days, man. It's like crazy. But I've made it to the point now where they're seeing progression and they're constantly progressing. So it's almost like an mm-hmm. addiction for them to work out. It's like part of their work routine almost. Like they won't miss anything in work because they see the fruits of their labor. They see that their business is kind of their baby. Do you know what I mean? They're building it up and it's just, it's, it's them. It's an extension of them. I'm trying to make fitness the same thing for people. Okay. Create that progression, embrace the progression and see it. 
They'll almost make it an addiction. You know, fitness, I want people to be addicted to fitness. I want that. <laughs> I don't want people to see it it's as... A good, it's a good goal. It's a good, it's a it's good, a good goal. goal. That... Be addicted to fitness. You'll never relapse again, ever. And that's pretty yeah, much 100%. my goal, really. Long-term goal. Yeah. Kill, re- kill relapses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you must be quite a big consumer yourself if you're a big sort of producer in terms of content and creating programs and stuff you must be consuming a lot of stuff as well books articles materials or just like mentors or anything like is there anything that you would want to direct people to in terms of like resources that they should be looking at it's going to be really helpful in their their journey of growing a personal training business now this is interesting alex so i want to say yeah for sure you do want to learn but i feel like you need to before you've taken all these concepts all these approaches master your approach first become a pro at that first so what i do is because uh, i don't believe i'm even a put my own approach i feel like i can do even more with it so what i do is i look at certain people that are pros when it comes to mo- like movement coaches like there's a one called coach eugene guys epic um mm. i've got his instagram but you guys if you if you're gonna you guys listening to this he's like asian guy with super long super long ponytail <laughs> And he's like, great physique. <laughs> can't, can't miss him. Like, anyway. Um, but yeah, he's one of the people I look to us because he, movement coaching goes hand in hand with bodybuilding to an extent. Like, when you think about how certain muscles are not engaged with certain exercises and people just assume that those body parts are working when they're not really. They're, they're just not working as people want them to. So when they see the end result after a few months, they're disappointed. That Eugene, that coach Eugene, he talks about how to engage all these areas in all these different ways that haven't been thought of and if you can make workouts with those little movements involved you can really blow up someone's physique and that's something that i've started to do with myself now being much more open to hand positioning body positioning in certain exercises which has really developed my own physique and i've started pushing that onto clients um also as well trying to think of another person yes and also people that i do look towards i want to say this don't just look for information and just consume anything I disagree because it starts to skew your own view a little bit. I would probably yeah. say look at people that are doing maybe the area that you're really interested in and just delve into those people. Don't just look at generic information and consume it because it will reflect in your work. It will be very scattered work and you do work with clients rather than being direct and focused. Awesome. Great stuff, mate. Okay. So like, have you got any like final words for the listeners or like any advice, like extra advice that you just want to share just to, to sort of wrap things up? Um, yeah, advice. Don't be afraid of human interaction. <laughs> You're trying to be a personal trainer. <laughs> Honestly, I know it's again, another generic one, but it's, it's true. Don't be afraid of human interaction. Remember no one does. No, you're not old and hello. Uh, hello. You're not old interaction by anybody, any clients in there. It's up to you. So go and talk to them, show your worth, help people. And but after that, you'll thrive. Once you get past that and you talk to people, you show your worth, you help them out. No problem. No problem at all. Why do you think people struggle with this bit so much? Because it's quite, it's quite simple concept, right? Go up to people, yeah. approach people, speak to people, interact, um, make as many contacts as possible. Um, and if you do that repeatedly, day in, day out, then you'll build a client base, right? Yeah. But why do you think people struggle to do that basic thing? 
because I know it exists because I hear it every day. You know what? People have gotten more socially socially awkward as time has gone on from my, what I've observed and experienced. People just become so... Like, it's easy to talk your mind on, on social media. It's like super easy, right? Just say whatever you want. Pretty much no consequence, really. No one really... It doesn't affect your, your income or anything like that. Whatever. It doesn't affect your ego. But when it comes to in person and the fact that people could reject you, that, that possibility of rejection, or that possibility of you know someone being awkward or not telling you what you want to hear, it throws people off, man. It throws people right off, and they don't want to experience that. They just want to hear yes, 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 yes. They don't want to go through the nose. Nobody wants to go through the nose. No, neither did I. But what I realized is that nose, the nose is good. But what it helps you do, it helps you build your approach. You can really evaluate where you went wrong. Like the amount of times I've been told not like, nah, I'm, I'm okay. In the gym, I'm like, okay, where did I go wrong? And I worked on that. And I go up to someone that I consider similar and I try again. Just use, use people as, it sounds wrong, but use people as test subjects in this, in, in this. Yeah, regard. yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you'll see you start to develop easy, quick. 100%. Try it, try and, that way. That, that's and, probably the best way. Uh, uh, and it's, but it's difficult sometimes, isn't it? Because you're kind of dealing with that, um, fear of rejection. I think that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks that I come across in my work with, with training clients is, um the fear of rejection and i think a lot of personal trainers kind of feel like um they attach their ego to, to the situation and yes. when they approach people they feel like if they get rejected it's a reflection of them and their personal training services and it makes them less of a person when that's mm. completely not true right because how can someone's exactly. 10 second opinion of your approach be a reflection of you as a personal trainer and your skill set and your knowledge right but I think a lot exactly. of people do sort of attach their ego to the situation. It kind of creates a barrier for them to progress because everything that you want is on the other side of that fear, right? Oh my gosh, 100%. And one more thing I'd, I'd actually add to that. That was a great insight. I'd like to add to that is um, you got to think about the pros and cons of you not going up to people and going up to people. You're a personal trainer at the, at the end of the day. You have bills to pay and things to pay off. You want to progress, of course. But let's just put it into um into the aspects of, of, of your progressing your career and finances, all right? So you want to be known in the gym as that guy, you want or, or that girl. You want to be known, you know, you want to grow, you want to get more finance, you want to be able to live comfortably and not scrap around for, for bits of money for bills and stuff. Okay, if you do not talk to anybody, that's never, ever, ever, ever gonna become a reality. The fact that you're gonna progress your career and you know get more financially stable and all that stuff that's it's not going to happen but if you do talk to people fair enough you'll get some no's but you're definitely going to get some yeses in there there is no like it's like unless you're being an absolute i don't know fool to people like you you don't have to talk to people and you're being in you're just being ignorant and completely insulting people you will get some yeses you will get people that will put their faith in you to help them get a goal okay that is what is on the other side of you going to talk to people some yeses no's yep but that's an opportunity to build and develop your approach but you'll get yeses and you'll get opportunity to work with people develop your career create life-changing experiences for people develop your own finances develop your own you develop yourself as a professional but if you just stay in your little corner this little bubble that you've created around the ego like you said before and you stick with that ego and don't let it tell don't let it allow you to talk to people PTing is not for you 
if that's the case, if the ego, if the ego is that big, that's that's definitely my 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 two cents on that issue. I agree, mate. <laughs> totally agree with 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 your standpoint. Um, makes a lot of sense. Want to say thank you so much for doing this podcast. Um, uh, means a lot to me, and I hope people have sort of found some value in what you're saying. Um, because uh, there's a ton right. of stuff in there that's applicable to a lot of people out there, um, and that's why we're bringing these podcasts to people. Um, I'm going to put some links in the description to your like social media and stuff when we publish it. Um, but if awesome. people want to find you, where can they find you? All right, so you can find me on YouTube. Uh, that's Taf O Media. That's T A F O M E J E. Instagram, Taf O Media again, but with an underscore in between the names. So T A F underscore O M E J E. Uh, and Facebook. That's my training page as well on there. That's Elitex Athletics. Great stuff. Thank you so much again. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning into the show. I hope you enjoyed it, guys. If you did, head over to your favorite app and leave us a short review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you wanted to learn more about our products and services, head over to coachingignited.com. And if you wanted an awesome website built for your coaching business, head over to our partner company, sevectormedia.com. That's all from me. See you soon.